Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. This, 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 this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally. Show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, it surely does not matter who the host is. Today is Monday, October the 5th of 2020, day 279 of the year, and only 87 days left to go. Anyways, how are you doing today? Hopefully you had a fantastic weekend. We're able to do all kinds of stuff that you thought was cool. And if you didn't, well... Tough shit. We'll move forward and do some cool things together today. Anyways, anyways, we are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida. We are streaming across the multiverse of Safety FM, and that is available on any kind of format of Safety FM. This would be the podcast, the live stream, the video cast, you know, all that kind of fun stuff. You know, that's what we tend to do. We come to hang out and do some interesting stuff. So I have to tell you, first thing this morning, get an email, all important, all encompassing everything needs to come to a stop i have a as soon as possible an asap email everything must be answered do you want to know what the email was about the size of a hard drive what size hard drive do i need for us to be together really that's as soon as possible when we don't have a meeting for another week come on really we just need to think about some of these things when in the kind of business that i'm in and the business that you're in if you're a safety pro we're mostly in the misery business and what do i mean normally when somebody tells you there is an as soon as possible response that needs to be done we're mostly talking about something that's related to a death or an injury not a size of a hard drive 
Really? I mean, let's just be realistic. Anyways, let's talk about some of the things that were trending over the weekend, because I think that might be slightly important. I mean, especially after the suit, as soon as possible context here. So let's go ahead and move forward. Hashtag Mean Girls was trending on Saturday in the film. Mean Girls, Lindsay Lohan's character, Katie, is asked of her crush, Aaron Samuels, what day it is that she responds. It's October the 3rd. It is one of the most quoted lines from the movie. So there you go. That was trending over the weekend for October 3rd. Another hashtag that came over the weekend, not Cam, flooded Twitter after it was announced that Patriots QB Cam Newton tested positive for COVID-19. So that was trending as well. Then another one that was actually trending all over the weekend as well was hashtag super spreader was trending following the growing list of people who tested positive after being in contact with President Trump. Rumor is that they all caught it in the Rose Garden while attending Amy Coney Barrett's nomination announcement. Wow, talk about hitting things with a bang, that's for sure. And then let's continue moving forward here. Another hashtag that was trending, trending, trending was stage. Took over Twitter on Sunday as social media users accused President Trump campaign of staging photos of him working at the Walter Reed Medical Center. Users claimed that Trump was merely signing a blank piece of paper with a Sharpie not actually working. Well, there you go. That could be work for some. I mean, signing a piece of paper could be some work. I don't know. Just telling you what I think. You'd be absolutely wrong because, you know, ah, that's what I am sometimes. Wrong for sure. So, anyways, on today's episode, we're going to cover a lot of interesting stuff that's going on inside of the world of news. You know how this is normally going to go. I'm going to give you some feature story news. I'm going to give you my nonsense. I'm going to give you disclaimers, and we're going to sit back, do some things together, and all that kind of fun stuff. Just in case where we can talk about it throughout the episode today, we have a contest going on right now. If you hang out with us on safetyfm.com, go under the section that says contest. We have a contest right now for this event that we have coming up on Saturday. Saturday for human and organizational performance, the weekend edition. We're going to have a, a nice little class there on that particular day where you can come hang out with us 9 a.m. Eastern time. So if you're interested in actually joining the contest or getting a ticket, just go to safetyfm.com just to come hang out, get apply on trying to win the contest for a ticket. Pretty simple. Just some simple stuff, some simple stuff to do to enter into the contest. I always look at our contest more like a raffle of anything. I mean, it's just like, okay, if you win, it's kind of we raffled your name into it. And I'm going to tell you, as much as it's sometimes I want to handpick the stuff, I do not. We have a computer program that does all that kind of fun stuff. Because I'm sure there's some of these people that have won some of these contests that there's no way that they would ever thought that I would have picked them. Not that they, you know, not that we don't get along. They just, I don't know. Just some strange things there. That's for sure. So, anyways, let's get you in some feature story news starting off at the top of the hour here. And that way we can get rolling and bowling and then get into some, you know, some naughty nonsense. From Feature Story News in Washington, I'm Nina Maria Potts for the latest world news. Dozens of U.S. politicians and aides are being tested for COVID-19 after President Donald Trump tested positive for the virus. It throws his presidential campaign into turmoil with just a month until Election Day. Nick Harper reports from Washington. President Trump announced his and his wife Melania's positive test results on Twitter, saying we will get through this together. The president is now quarantining at the White House, meaning his rallies in Florida on Friday night and in Wisconsin on Saturday are cancelled, as are all other in-person events for at least the next two weeks of isolation. 
Vice President Mike Pence has tested negative. Trump's challenger in next month's election, Joe Biden, is being tested after he shared the debate stage with the president for 90 minutes on Tuesday night. Biden has sent his best wishes to Trump for a swift recovery. I'm Nick Harper in Washington. World leaders have been responding to the news. President Trump has tested positive for COVID-19. In Germany, Chancellor Angela Merkel wished the president and the first lady a speedy recovery. In Berlin, Trent Murray has more. Just before midday local time, Angela Merkel's official spokesperson released a statement from the Chancellor, responding to the news the US president had tested positive for COVID-19. In a statement, Merkel said she was sending all of her best wishes to Donald and Melania Trump and that she hoped they would not only overcome the infection soon, but also become completely healthy again. The news from Washington has featured heavily in local media here in Berlin throughout the day, with many Germans keenly interested to know how the diagnosis could affect next month's presidential election. Trent Murray, Berlin. The final jobs report released before the U.S. presidential elections shows the pace of hiring in the country has slowed. But the unemployment rate has fallen to 7.9%, which is more than analysts expected. William Denzelow reports from New York. The U.S. economy added 661,000 jobs in September. That's well shy of the 800,000 that analysts were expecting. But the unemployment rate has also fallen from 8.4% down to 7.9%, which beat expectations. The amount of Americans being temporarily laid off dropped by 1.5 million, but permanent job losses ought to increase by 345,000. The COVID-19 shutdown resulted in around 22 million US layoffs earlier this year. Roughly 12 million jobs have been recovered, and the pace of the US economic rebound could weigh heavily on the minds of voters when they head to the polls in November. EU leaders have agreed to impose sanctions on 40 Belarusian officials 55 days since protests in the country began in the wake of August's election. Belarus has announced retaliatory sanctions on the EU in response to the measures. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. So what do you think? A lot of interesting stuff going on inside of the world of the news, that's for sure. You know, I keep on, I was going over the weekend and having some conversations with some different people. And my question is coming to this. And I don't think that a lot of people have been able to give me an answer yet. And I don't, maybe you'll know. Maybe you'll know the answer to the whole thing. Will there be the second debate? Or do you think that it's going to be kind of null and void at this particular point? Well, let me rephrase that. Is there going to be something else titled a debate? (laughs) The second version of it. Because I don't know what the hell that first thing was. Because it didn't seem like a debate to me. Now, I could be wrong. I mean, nothing against the moderator and all that kind of fun stuff. Because, you know, the the moderation was a little limited. I know there was a lot of interruptions and kind of fun things there. So maybe that's another part that we need to think about. I don't know. What is what was your thoughts about it? And do you think that we'll see a second variation of it? And I'm not talking about the vice president one, that's for sure. So a lot of stuff going on inside of the world right now. So let's get into some of the nonsense that I talk about. Now, I will tell you last week when it was all said and done, I had some people contact me and go, why do you continue to look down and you're not looking up? Okay, so let me tell you. If I give you the layout of the land, I got a screen here, I got a screen there, I got a screen here and a screen there. That's how that works. So here it goes. 
No, <laughs> apparently Sheldon thinks it's a shit show. It won't happen. But here's what happens. I have everything right here. So that's why I kind of look down. I'll fix it here in a, in a little bit. Got some other things moving on inside of here. So that's why that's going on right now. But let me talk about the wildfires real quick. Wildfires have scorched 4 million acres across California as 16,500 firefighters continue to battle the 23 major blazes. As of Sunday, 31 people have been killed statewide in the fire. As far as this year, and over about 8,454 structures have been destroyed. There are also still about two months remaining in the fire season. So think about that for a moment. We're talking right now, 16,500 firefighters, $4 million, $4 million, $4 million acres, 8,454 structures, and 31 people through this whole mess. Now, I'm going to tell you, it's a lot of weird things. And of course, we already have had the conversations about the different things that happened during the fire season and all this. But we've also had conversations about these reveal parties. And of course, everybody already knows that this one was, people are saying heavily that it is related to a reveal party that took place inside of California. And I don't know if you go play online or not in regards of what you get to go see in regards to what people post, but what do you think about this whole thing? Do you think there'll be a ban now on how reveal parties actually work? I mean, I'm sure you can find a whole plethora of stuff for sure. Reveal party, fire party. Man, I guess that's one way to look at it. That's for sure. But I mean, how do you think that this is actually going to look? Do you think that there will start being a ban on these things? on how they're actually displayed. I don't know. I mean, a lot of strange things. We can always argue about helium balloons and all that other kind of fun stuff because I'm sure you've seen some of those fires that have started with that. I mean, there's a pretty popular video that you can find online where this girl had some balloons. She's inside of a parking lot. She lets the bad boys go. They hit this power line and boom, the whole power grid seems to blow out in that one section. Anyway, something to think about as we talk about it. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Amid the coronavirus lockdown and traveling restrictions, more Americans are headed to the woods this summer. According to a new survey, Campgrounds of America, close to half of the people who went camping were first-time campers. Yeah. First-time campers. The survey also <laughs> showed that millennials accounted for about 40% of all campers and 55% of new campers. The CDC reports that camping with people from your own household is one of the lowest-risk activities to partake in during the crisis. So did you go camping? I'll tell you, there is camping, and then there's something called glamping. And, yes, glamping is a thing. Um so if you did it, which one did you do? If you did do it at all, because camping is a little bit hardcore. So I just asked the question because glamping might be a little bit different. And it, let me kind of backtrack here for a second. I do live next to the theme park capital of the world. So they have a campground there and I have been camping there. But people say that that is not camping. They say that that is glamping. Wow, that's a good bet. Anyway, so there you go. A lot of interesting stuff there. So when you take a look at this, how does that work? Do you go glamping or camping? 
a lot of interesting things for sure. I think glamping's kind of a better way to go about it, but if you have your own camper, it's pretty interesting on how that would end up working. One way for sure to do it. So anyways, let's continue down the path here. Officials in Egypt have revealed that 59 ancient coffins that were discovered at the ancient pyramid site of Sakara Karo, Egypt Tourism and Antiques, Minister Khalid el said that about 59 sealed scarftovi with mummies inside of most of them were found. There you go. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I shouldn't probably jump into that one too quick. Hold on. And let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, see, let's see. Okay, so we're revealed inside of those. We're found having buried three of well, then about 2,600 years ago. The coffins thought that they contained the remains of priests, ancient state officials, and other prominent people. So there you go. A lot of weird stuff there. I don't know. I kind of get all hung up when people say about all these weird artifacts that they find. Because I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know if I want to go digging into some weird things for sure so there you go there you go there you go i have to tell you the more i get into this box thing down here i know that i need a moderator i'm getting to the point where i kind of just click on things and then go oh shit did i just let that go through but whatever i don't care if you need a plug go ahead and there's your plug and there's your plug or should i go there's your how does that work or is it, there's your plug? Maybe that's it. That's that's it. It's, there's your plug. Anyways, let's continue going down the path here. A lot of interesting stuff going inside of the world of news. An FBI agent was shot out as a suspect that died Friday in a shooting outside of Detroit area restaurant. The incident occurred in a parking lot in Madison Heights during the execution of an arrest warrant for federal weapons offensive of FBI reports. The suspect identified Eric Mark Matthew, all our died and wounded agents and then other hospitals are expected for them to actually recover. So a lot of interesting things for sure as we look at that. Anyways, look, good to see Jim back inside of the box. Hi, Jim. How are you? Just depends if my wife is with me. Glamping if. And then I guess it's glamping if she's there. That's for sure. Anyways, let's continue going down. So a lot of things going on. So I don't know. We keep on seeing more and more shootings. We talked a lot about it quite a bit last week. That's another aspect of it. So think about that. And I know that we talk about guns. It can become a political statement right away. So I kind of want to backtrack and make sure that we're clear on how I'm actually opposing. Not opposing this, but how I'm actually referencing this. Because that's where it gets interesting for some. Second Amendment right, yes, we talk about that all the time, but we also want to make sure that we actually have a reference there for sure is that when we talk about this, how do you see this important? What do you think about the qualifications of actually being able to get a gun, especially when you see something along this lines? So now we're talking about an FBI agent. I mean, a few weeks ago, we were talking about cops. Now we're talking about FBI agents. So what do you think? I'm talking about the shot, the getting shot aspect. Shot. So what do you think there? How does that whole idea look? I'll tell you, there's some things that come about where you can actually get some of these licenses relatively quick. Just the reality of the situation, so look at it that way. Anyways, let's continue. Officials in Washington State are trying to find and destroy the nest of Asian giant hornets, a.k.a. murder hornets, amid concerns that they could kill honeybees evidence of the insects was found last week in whatcom county and washington state department of agriculture told local reporters spokespersons kara saup 
added the number of hornets were found indicates that the nests have been established, which they hope to locate and eradicate. The aging giant hornets, the world's largest two-inch, five centimeters, can disseminate the entire hives of honeybees and deliver painful stings to humans. What do you think about that as you hear it? Seriously. And then, of course, people go, well, what's the importance of the honeybee? Well, pollination, my friends, pollinations. You know how that whole thing goes. I mean, you do know how that whole thing goes. Matter of fact, let's sit down and have a conversation real quick about pollination. Okay, maybe let's not have that conversation. You are listening to something magical. (laughs) You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. So you know that we talk quite a bit about all these different things and all these different items that are going on inside of the world. We talk about what's going on inside of the news. So let's continue right there and talk about that for a moment. The NYPD officers who do not wear face masks will now face disciplinary action. Officers were notified last week that they are required to wear a face mask covering all times when performing duties in public areas. Department facilities and whenever social distancing is not possible the memo also states that scarves bandanas and handkerchiefs will not be considered appropriate in proper face covering specific punishment for failure to wear face coverings were not shared so what do you think that the union is going to say because you know that this is going to become a union a union matter a union matter Union matter, because that's the way that this works. Duh. So let's continue down. When we talk about this, what do you think that the appropriate, the appropriate measures should be? And when you start hearing about this face covering stuff, what do you see deem suitable as a face covering? There's a lot of stuff to talk about for sure. So what is suitable as a face covering? Well, what do you think there? Because there's a lot of stuff that people use as face coverings. And I mean, we've seen all kinds of videos, all kinds of things related to what people might deem as a proper face covering. But what is it? What is it from your point of view? Like the mask that I wear is significantly different than most others. But that's my choice. It also has filters in it and all this other kind of fun stuff. I mean, we've seen some people take some extreme measures on what they wear. So what do you deem inside of your workplace? And when you talk about it for a moment, I mean, the Bane mask, yeah, that's a great idea. Have another one saying N95. But let's talk about N95. N95 is normally something that you have to be fitted for. So how does that actually come about? now? There's been some companies that I've seen out there that actually wear, that have the, we won't call it the face shield because there's the face shield one, but they have that little thin piece of cloth that they wear that they say that it's great as well. But will it fit the needs of what you're looking for inside of your organization? I was inside of a place last week that if you were limited on what you could wear, that you had a medical issue where you could not wear a face mask, they requested that you wear it, wore a face shield. What do you think about that one? Do you think that that will fit into the narrative of what is going to be required from the police department inside of New York? 
A lot of stuff to think about, that's for sure. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. Yeah, for all my friends out there that like potty humor, you're going to like this one. A new space toilet is on its way to the International Space Center. NASA explains that that features improve on current space toilet operations and help them prepare for future missions, include those to the moon and Mars. NASA added a smaller footprint to the universal waste management system supports as possible increase of the number of crew members aboard the space station as well as planning for future exploration missions so there you go so let's talk about that i don't really think that this should be a news story that we vocalize maybe this should be more of a video story that's the way to look at it because i mean i'm sure if you kind of have one of those strange minds and like to look into some weird things you had the opportunity of taking a look at some of this stuff on how the We'll say the quote-unquote bathroom facilities work up in space. And if you have not done so already, before you started going to look at this new toilet, I would recommend strongly going to go look at the older style stuff and the attachments and the apparatuses that you could use on when you're using them. Because it's definitely a pretty interesting combo. I mean, if you really want to start something off relatively easy i would say go ahead and do that uh that would be a interesting conversation starter if you need an icebreaker that for sure would do the trick and then some and i mean and then some for real so i would say take a look at it and go from there just run with it just run with it i think you'll have a lot of um a lot of fun with some potty humor there you go a survey from north american van lines found that americans feel moving is more stressful than divorce or having children i don't know about that I don't know about that. I say that because I've moved so much throughout the years. But let's continue. The survey conducted by one poll asked about 1,000 Americans about their most recent moving experience, regardless of respondents moving themselves or hiring moving services. 45% said that it was far the most stressful event in their life. Wow. I probably have moved over 30 times in my life. Going through the breakup or a divorce came in second at 44%. Getting married, 33%. Having children came in at fourth at 31%. So let's see. Second was a divorce, and third was getting married, and fourth was having children. How do you explain to your spouse, significant other, yeah, I don't know what if I really want to get hitched to you because that is the third most stressful event according to most people. Or you could take the Larry King approach and just do it over and over and over again and see how that goes for you, because I guess that's kind of an option. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Yeah, that just happened. Okay, Custom and Border Protection officers sees thousands of marijuana water pipes at Dulles Airport in suburban Washington. The glass bongs arrived from China (laughs) bound for an address in California. Per drug paraphernalia laws, it is illegal to ship bongs to the U.S. from other countries. Officers seized about 8,387 bongs valued at about $143,000. So hold on. 
Hold on. So if it's coming from another country, it's considered drug paraphernalia laws that come into effect there. But I guess if you kind of go bore, if you kind of stay within the states, you're cool. Is that the way that it works? How do you feel? Let's go into that. Let's go into that for a moment. Because we haven't talked about it. Not recently. At least I don't think we've talked about it recently. Or we haven't talked about it recently on the air. Some of the people that I talk to behind the scenes might know this. What is your thoughts about these new state laws about legalizing marijuana? And you already know that from a federal standpoint, it's still not legal to do. It's still considered a category one drug. So how do you look at it now? How do you look about these places opening up in state laws that you're able to have, you know, use marijuana if you have a medical card? Some places are opening it for recreation. How do you look at it? What's a bong asking for a friend, according to Mr. Sheldon Primus? So how do you look at the whole ordeal, especially because most of the people that I know that listen here are actually safety pros. And we can go into that weird portion of the conversation. And I know that that box is not going to light up as much as it does. And the text messaging is not going to come across as much as they do, especially when we get into this subject. But do you look at it from this standpoint? Do you go, okay, well, if I'm the safety director, it's okay because I determine who gets tested. Or do you go, the people in the field can't, but the safety director can, vice president, and so on. How do you look at the whole thing? Is it okay? Or do you think that it varies on the work that they have? Now, keep in mind that I interact with quite a bit with people inside of the transportation business. So there's a whole plethora of things that you cannot do because most of the things inside of transportation related to the vehicles that I get to interact with are under DOT. So the Department of Transportation, federal regulation. So what do you look at? How does it work inside of where you're at? I'm always curious because we know that we see some laws changing state by state. But I look at it and I go, what happens from a federal level? The answer is very complicated. You will get in the weeds with this one. Oh, very cute. Very cute. Dad joke. So very cute there. Anyways, but think about it. There's a lot of stuff that needs to be covered during this conversation and take a look at what this looks like overall because sometimes what people get confused about is state law versus federal law and what federal law covers and what state law doesn't and that could become a whole other conversation if you're not familiar with the subject matter go to wdip now don't go anywhere probably need to do some research and find out exactly how it works in your area and what your business or organization is exactly doing. I'll tell you, probably not a great thing to say, but I'll mention it anyways. I know a lot of people that have medical marijuana cards. And they say that it's okay based on the kind of work that they do. I also know a lot of people inside of the transportation business that do not have medical cards because it will violate their DOT stuff, which makes sense. And of course, with drug testing and so on, because there's all kinds of weird stuff that comes about. How do you think that this will actually end up working for us overall from a federal standpoint? That's the thing to look at coming up next will always be the question. 
We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, let's continue down the path here. A tropical storm warning has been issued for parts of Mexico as Gamma continues north. The National Hurricane Center in Miami said that Sunday morning the storm had a maximum sustained winds of 50 miles per hour and moving north at about four miles per hour. Gamma is expected to slow down as it moves in turns to the west or southwest by this morning. Also, while the majority of the rain is expected for far western Cuba through Tuesday, some of the moisture will be head towards Florida. So there you go. Some information on that for sure. A lot of interesting things going on there. Anyways, let's kind of backtrack a tad, ease back a little, take the foot off the gas, and let's talk about some of the silly nonsense that, you know, I took and found and made all around. Turn me lucid. A new study says that lucid dreaming could result in waking up in a better mood in the morning. Lucid dreaming is a phenomenon that happens when... You're aware you're dreaming, and sometimes you're even able to control the dream. According to paper published by the Journal of Conscious and Cognitive, researchers had 20 particular complete lucid dream induction techniques while lodging their experience into the dream journal for a week. There were about, let's see, a complete term of 19 terms questionnaire that focused on lucidity, while other aspects ratings of sleep, such as sleep quality, dream emotional content, and waking mood. While there's no relationship between lucidity or lucid dreams to sleep quality, researchers did find that the higher, higher lucidity was linked to more positive dream experiments or experience as boosted waking moods the following morning. The more participants exhibited lucidity, the more positive their dreams were and mood, good moods in the morning. So I just got the impression that co-host has never dreamed lucidity on Sunday nights. Yeah, just kidding there. So, <laughs> so I am one of those lucid nightmare person people then. And then last but not least, the reason that you're always after the lucid dream is that, well, it's still part of the dream show through the work of the naked of naked people. At least you were able to put on some pants. There you go. A lot of interesting stuff. There. But seriously, talking about lucid dreams for a moment, as we do talk about it and go through the whole thing, how do you have your dreams? And of course, we can always go back to that older movie with Tom Cruise of it. There was a remake version of a movie called Abre los Ojos, which is the English version was called Vanilla Sky. And they talked quite a bit about lucid dreams inside of there. So interesting stuff for sure. Okay, let's see. Got some other stuff coming up. Okay, just got what? Oh, breaking news there. Breaking news there by Mr. Primus. Press secretary just got positive test for COVID. Not good to hear. And then I got somebody from Facebook. Sorry, don't know who you're here, but Nightmare on Elm Street, I guess, is your version of Lucid Dreams. So here we go. Another another positive test coming out of the White House. If that somebody needs to confirm that. Just to make sure. I mean, I, I I almost believe the source is correct on where it's coming from. So there you go. So another interesting stuff. I'm getting a lot of people posted in. Don't know who you are. Can't see you. Didn't, you didn't accept the box. I'm sorry. But so seriously, what do you think about this whole thing? And don't tell me that this whole COVID thing's a dream or a lucid dream. That's for sure. Don't want to go down that path. Sure, I'll get some shit for that. Uh -huh. one. So let's go through the lucid dream thing. What do you think when you hear about this? 
Oh, Pedro, Pedro Maciao, Maciao. There you go. We have the X Factor in the house for sure. So interesting stuff. I mean, I don't know. I, I take a look at the whole thing and I just go, lucid dreams are kind of weird. If you've ever had one, I've had some very strange dreams in my life. I've had some pretty interesting nightmares in my life. And sometimes you can just go into this whole other weird conversation about talking about these things and going, hmm, the dream control thing and then the mind state thing on when you wake up compared to, I mean, it is becomes a whole other conversation. And I'll tell you, we can go cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs as we talk about it for sure. So there you go. I don't remember dreams unless I have taken melatonin. That's not what you told me the last time. You told me you were taking some heavier stuff. I guess that changed. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. So a lot, a lot of interesting things going on. What do you got planned for Halloween? We're not that far away from it, that's for sure. So let's get that ready and start talking about that as we go for sure. Yes, it's a scary year. And for many parents, just thought that their kids are going trick-or-treating on Halloween is frightful. The Center of Disease Control and Prevention has issued new guidelines on how to celebrate the occasion safely. First off, don't go. No, I'm kidding. First off, classic door-to-door trick-or-treating as well as crowded boozy costume parties are not recommended. And here's the lowdown. So I'm going to give you the lowdown real quick on what they're recommending. Remember, it is a recommendation. You need to do what is best for you and All parties involved. That's the way that that normally goes. High-risk activities, as we already talked about, door-to-door trick-or-treating, indoor haunted houses, hay rides, and people who aren't in your own household, use of alcohol and drugs, which can increase risky behavior. I think I like risky behavior on Halloween, but, you know, due to the circumstances, not recommended at the moment. Moderate risk activities, kids picking up individual wrapped gift bags, at the end of the driveway while maintaining social distancing, small outdoor costume parades. Parades? Really? What Are we going to do this shit virtually? I feel like this is what we're going to go to next. With social distancing, haunted forests, one-way routes, oh yes, outdoor scary movie nights, and if there will be screaming, increasing social distancing. Yeah, because you can't be yelling and spraying, that's for sure. Think about that as we talk about it. For sure. And then let's continue. Let's go in towards the latter ones. Low risk are carving pumpkins with your household or outdoors with friends while social distancing, scavenger hunts, virtual activities, or activities done mainly with your own household. Sounds like good. Sounds good. Now, how do I make safe? safe? Oh, my God. How do I make it safe for my kids' teeth? Maybe that's part of the conversation we need to have. And always let the dad check the peanut butter cups for coronavirus. At least it shouldn't be hard to find a mass this year. That's for sure. So in all seriousness, let's kind of backtrack for a moment. I know there are some places that are doing the haunted drive-ins, drive-throughs, not drive-bys. But there's some interesting stuff there. Will that be something that you'll partake of, being as you're locked into a car? Just you and your own? Or do you look at it that it might be a little bit crazy in regards of doing that? I mean, a lot of interesting things for sure. That's the way that I look at it. The other portion that I want to reference, though, is this. As we talk about this and we move forward with it, what do you think the safest thing for you is going to be? Like, I have neighbors in the area that I live 
that are close by. And I guess we could scream across the street at each other as we're carving pumpkins. We might be able, even able to throw some of the stuff to, to each other. But is that something that you're interested in? Are these block parties, socially distanced, something that you would look into? The other portion that you hear quite a bit of year over year is something called trunk o treat. But do you really want people digging their hands into stuff? It's a new world and a lot of changes, that's for sure. So I'm just asking on what you think is going to be best, because that's going to be the next portion of the conversation, for sure. Oh, someone said, I love your shell, my brother. I don't know who you are. I can't see it. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. For some reason, my system here is very selective on when you actually put stuff in there. Because if you don't click that you accept to show who you are, I'm clueless. Well, I mean, I'm clueless besides that, but I'm clueless even more than if you don't put who's there. That's for sure. Duh. Duh. Anyways, let's talk about paychecks. Yeah, one of the richest cities in the world is instituting a minimum wage of equivalent up to $25 per hour. Geneva, Switzerland, which is most metric ranks in the top five when it comes to the priciest places in the world, has approved a minimum wage of 23 Swiss francs, which would be considered a lavish elsewhere, but it is simply intended to... Ensure that the poorest workers are able to put food on the table. The city voted the last week to institute the minimum wage, which also adds about 53000 annually. Based on the 41-hour work week. 41? That's, that's interesting. 41-hour work week in comparison to the federal wage in the U.S., which is about $7.25. Yes, just like a paycheck. That's gross. What? What? The only times I've ever seen $25 an hour is when I, well, let's see, I found $15 in the break room. Do they, I didn't even, do they pay people for working? Some, somebody needs to renegotiate my contract here. I feel like I'm getting ripped off. I thought I was supposed to just to do this for doing it. Has that changed? Anyways, I've never got the time to ask my boss to pay me what I'm worth. And he said, I can't. We, don't, we have minimum wage laws. Wow, that's terrible. That's terrible. What, am I, what the hell's going on today? What's going on? Bringing you information you never knew you cared about. Rated R Safety Show. Rated R Safety Show. Sarcastic? Never. Okay, so let's talk about this. Here are some of the... Let me kind of backtrack. You know, we talk, we joke around and we talk about minimum wage and what people make, but do you want to hear sometimes some of the weird jobs that are out there? You are familiar with Subway. Yeah, the place that had sandwich artists. Yeah, that same place that had the spokesperson and their key word saying of eat fresh having to be removed all at the same time. They want you to forget about Jared and they want you to forget about the eat fresh Quote, there's reasons behind that. Look them up in case you're not familiar with the story. But they had to change their slogan in the person at the same time. But let's talk about some of the wildest Subway customer requests, according to Reddit thread about their current or former employees at Subway. So let's go through this. I'm going to give it to you from the top to the bottom. And this is how it goes. A meatball sub topped with mixed vegetables and chocolate chip cookies. A guac- guacamole without avocado. 
meatball sub doused in vinegar, tuna sandwich with Splenda, mayo-only sandwich with fluffy part of the bread removed, six-inch honey wheat, just condiments on all of them, a seafood sub, add tuna, add sweet onion sauce, toasted, smelled like death. (laughs) Yeah, that's for sure. What's your nightmare fast food order story? Maybe that's something to think about. You know, I have to tell you, I don't talk about this a lot, but I have never, or let me rephrase this, for a period of time, I did not actually have the opportunity to work with food. So when I was much younger, directly after coming out of college, the first time around, um, I decided to actually, for 30 days straight, work at a fast food joint. I won't name it by name, but it sounds very similar to Toxic Hell. And I worked there for 30 days, exactly. And I was amazed on what you get to find out about working with fast food. Nothing against the company. But it's a very interesting experience on getting to do that. And I did it for 30 days exactly. Boss hated me that I quit it after, after 30 days. But it was just interesting just seeing on how that world works. And some of the things that people get to put up with or have to interact with. Based on a request about food. I think I almost got beat up twice during that 30 days. Just by me being me. I I don't get it. I just don't get it. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. I'm a trial lawyer. I'm not part of your family and I don't do skits with my mom. I'm a real lawyer, a damn good lawyer, the best lawyer this state has to offer. And I've built a reputation for standing up for the people of this country, righting the wrongs. You may not agree with all of my views, but when it comes to trying cases, there's only one view, justice. And justice is what I get. Figer Law. That's why we're unstoppable. Yeah, you're listening to the Rated I Safety Show. Don't worry, not dropping into music. I just wanted to, you know, play some music because that shit that we started off with, I don't know what the hell was going on with it. It was a little weak, a little weak for sure. And now when I get the artist to contact me and go like, why the hell are you saying that stuff is weak? Well, it wasn't the most heaviest stuff I've heard all day. That's for sure. Anyways, let's continue down the path. The average parent has heard their child announce on board six times per day since the beginning of the quarantine. According to new research, they've also dealt with five temper tantrums per day, as well as six career best messages from their kids over the course of the past few months. The study of 2,000 parents of school-aged children in the U.S. examined how families coped with the summer of staying at home, as well as how they were dealing with school year, which many locations is at least well, partially remote. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff for sure. Let's see. You should try sporting events at stadiums and arenas. You would be astonished on what you would find. What would I find? I'm almost I'm concerned. Concerned. On what they request at Subway? Is that what we're talking about? I'm so confused now. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sheldon, that you're bored. 
I do have that effect on people. Let's continue down the path. Let's talk about some other stuff on what's going on inside of this little world on some interesting things here. Let's get back into some seriousness and some serious news for a moment. So we got some bad news real quick. Thomas Jefferson Bird has died. The actor who has often worked with Spike Lee passed away as a result of a parent shooting, according to the Atlanta Police Department. Authority says they were called on suspect shooting early on Saturday and found a man lying unresponsive. The man later identified as Bird was pronounced dead, deceased from multiple gunshot wounds to the back. The gentleman was 70. Wow, what a way to go. Thoughts and prayers, of course, with the family, like always. And like I always tell people, never know how to transition out of one of these things. That's something to talk about. That's for sure. Let's continue on. Let's go into some of the information that's going on inside of the swamp. Joe Biden's campaign says that he'll announce the result of his COVID-19 test, the potential... Uh, potentially later this afternoon campaigns says that the test happened regularly, but not at a specific frequency. Meanwhile, during the weekend, the campaign stopped. Biden was beset by coughing fit, fell short of breath and was wiping a runny nose. Well, some interesting stuff there. That's for sure. And let's continue. Walter Reed doctor said Sunday that there is a chance that president Trump will be discharged today. The commander in chief. Posted several video updates over the weekend that showed him feeling better and keeping up with the <laughs> news outlets. Breathless covered the drugs and vitamins prescribed to Trump on a minute by minute basis. Dow Fuentes were up. What? Dow Fuentes. It should say Dow Futures. Dow Futures were up 100 points as the president's last video update on sunday so there you go a lot of interesting stuff going on there for sure and if i did hear that correctly at the very beginning of feature story news they said that he was already back in the white house so we need to here's the bad part let's talk because we need to talk news news we start vetting 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 starting the day before into the following day so sometimes these things are slightly changed from where it was from when we started beginning so apologize Apologize, that's why we hang out with our friends at Feature Story, just to make sure that we have some accurate information almost as close to real time as possible. Anyways, no winner for Friday night's Mega Million Drawing. Tuesday's drawing will be for $50 million jackpot or a $39.3 million cash payout. No winner for Saturday night's Powerball Drawing. Wednesday's drawing will be for $52 million jackpot or $441,600,000. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff going on there. Let me give you the top five over the box office over the weekend if you're interested in actually hanging out and going to the movie theater. Infidel made $455,000, stayed at number five. Unhinged fell from number three by making $870,000. At number three this week, the New Mutants made $1 million down from the number two spot. At number two this week, $1.9 million was made by the re-release of Hocus Pocus. Can't you just watch that on Disney Plus? Somebody answer that real quick. And then number one, once again, week after week, by $2.7 million and stayed at number one, Tenet. I love Chris Nolan. I still have not seen it. Still have not seen it. The other portion, in case you have not heard... The new James Bond movie was supposed to be coming out November, I think the 20th is what the date was, officially got pushed back, now going into April. So there you go, a lot of interesting stuff going on there. And then let's talk a little bit about the world of podcasting, and if you're in the older demo, you might like this one, especially if you were in big into, you know, 
Teeny Bopper TV. So there you go. Tori Spelling and Jenny Garth are teaming up for a new podcast called 90210MG. People report that the former stars of the 90210 will look back at old episodes, which ran for 10 seasons. It will launch on November the 9th on iHeartRadio app every, and everywhere where podcasts are available. Didn't, didn't the Save by the Bell crew just do something like this with um, Mal pa- what is it? Mark Paul Goss, whatever. Zach, Zach Morris. That's the way I know the dude. So we'll keep it that way. Didn't they just do something like that? Or didn't he just do something like that? Like the Zach attack or some shit? I don't know. I can never keep up. I have to tell you, the amount of podcasts and radio shows that, number one, I listen to, and the number two, the ones that get sent to me, I don't have enough time in the day to listen to all of them. I try. And I'm going to tell you my little trick. If you really want to enjoy some shows, do them at two speed, especially this show. This show is like an hour. Listen to it at two speed. It's so much more enjoyable. I even say that as the host. I should tell you something. So much quicker, and I sound so much more ridiculous than what I normally do. I like it that way. Anyways, cops is returning after being pulled off the air earlier this year amid protests over police brutality. The show, which was canceled by Paramount Network in June, has quietly resumed production through its will not air in the U.S. What? Will not air in the U.S.? What kind of bullshit is that? kind of bullshit is that i need to understand that why will not air in the u.s so there you go there's that and then the new season is being made up of shows producers fulfilled their commitments to tv networks overseas oh so they're only bringing it back so they don't have to release any money i get you i I got what you're doing there makes sense don't want to pay it out then some other news another delay just in case if you did not know the Fast and Furious sequel F9 has been delayed once again. Universal announced on Friday the film is now set to be released on Memorial Day weekend of 2020, 2021. Back in March, the Hollywood Reporter said that the film would be delayed until April the 3rd. But there you go. It is now again delayed. And I think that this is going to be the ongoing thing. You're going to see these movies delayed. And I'm going to tell you. I think it's time for the industry to start thinking about some of these things. I know this is going to suck, but you might want to just release it as on demand. I don't see how people are going to make it to the movie theaters currently. And if you have the opportunity of going to the movie theater, would you do so? As you are aware, they're not showing top tier movies. Some movies are not even being released because they say that they have to be done in movie theater production mode, and that's how you view it. Not everybody's going to want to do that. I don't know. A lot of weird stuff going on for sure. Anyways, let's continue down the path. Let's talk about some other stuff because we're almost out of time. Time, 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 time. So here we go. Let's talk about it from the very top of the list here. Let's give you some slice of BS. October is the National Dental Hygiene Month. You know that you're the bad dentist when the giant tooth hanging in the front of your office has a severe case of gingivitis. An Irish court had ruled that Subway bread has too much sugar to legally be called bread. Sure, the next thing you're going to tell me is that Chipotle burritos are considered food. What's that? They're not, they aren't? Sorry, my bad. In Texas, a drunk, man, a drunk 
man had a 13-year-old drive him to get ice cream. He was arrested and charged with endangering of a child. Your Honor, my client has already had a rocky road. A Louisiana man dressed up as a chipmunk outfit and robbed a pharmacy, and police are asking to help finding finding him. I'm really on the fence about this one. Kate Winslet is 45 today. Your your wife loved her in Titanic. Your kids have loved her in Divergent. There you go. Why have things changed throughout the years? That's for sure. Anyways, let's give you a little bit of trivia. If you need some trivia questions or to use some at some point this week, here you go. I'm going to give you some real quick so that way you have the opportunity to use them as needed. All righty then. The phrase came from where? Bruce Almighty, The Mask, Ace Ventura Pet Detective, or Lawrence of Arabia? Correct answer? Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Can you bring me my chapstick? Where where did that come from? A, Tommy Boy. B, Napoleon Dynamite. C, Dickie Roberts, former child star. Or D, Saving Private Ryan. We'll come back to that one in a moment. Just keep swinging. Shark Tale? Finding Nemo? Finding Dory or Jaws. So let's go back. First one is Napoleon Dynamite. Just keep swimming. Finding Nemo. Oh my God. You are all over it there, my friend. For sure. Need a bad joke for the day? Let me give you one. Which one real quick for you to use? Weekends don't pay as well as weekdays, but at least there's football. If you need a phone starter, next time you answer the phone... Over the next few hours before we get to tomorrow, use this one. If you could hypnotize your spouse to do anything, what would it be? In a recent survey, number one was clean the house, but don't say that out loud. Let them pick. Anyways, next one. If you need something to talk about at the water cooler, use this one. A survey said that about half of adults have this for dinner once a month. But for households with children, it is at least twice a month. What is it? It's breakfast, just in case if you're wondering. And let's get into some important information, just in case, before we get to the end of the show here. I know during these times and some hard times, some interesting stuff and not sure what to do. If you are interested in talking to somebody because you're going through some signs of depression or you've been contemplating suicide, there's a phone number that you can call for people to talk to. That phone number is at 1-800-273-TALK. That is 1-800-273-TALK or 1-800-273-8255. There are people that are there 24 hours a day, seven days a week that you can have a conversation with and tell them exactly what you're going through. If you don't want to have a conversation with someone, you'd just rather do the text messaging style stuff or just doing the chatting, you can go to their website at suicidepreventionlifeline.org. That is suicidepreventionlifeline.org. All the phone calls are, are confidential in regards on how they're done. And so is the messaging, of course, IP addresses show and all that kind of fun stuff. So just in case, because people are gonna be like, well, how are you gonna hide that? Just to be on the safe side. And then last but not least, missingkids.org is another website that I highly recommend if you want to find out what exactly happens after an Amber Alert occurs inside of your area. Give them a glander. Give them a look at missingkids.org. It talks about kids that are exploited and trafficked. 
And that has some additional information there on what exactly goes on in kids that might even be missing in your general area. If you are interested in finding out more information, go to missingkids.org. Currently, they're trying to accept financial donations if you're able to help out with that. Unfortunately, they cannot receive new people in in regards of being able to help their organization because of the pandemic. If you can't do either, that's perfectly fine. They have a lot of resources available on their website, and just sharing the word does a lot. So go to missingkids.org for more information. As we spoke about at the very beginning of the show, we have a class coming up if you're interested in learning about human and organizational performance coming up on Saturday, 9 a.m. Eastern time. People ask for the weekend edition. I want to give it to you. That way you're able to come out, hang out, and learn about human and organizational performance. If you're trying to win a ticket, you can do that by going to safetyfm.com forward slash contest. That's something you can do there or tickets are available at safetyfm.io. There are some options there for sure on being able to do so. But I can leave you with a thought for today. I would love to leave you with this. Actions may not always bring happiness, but there is no happiness without action. If you can think about something, think about that for today. Anyways, you have been listening to the Rated R Safety Show. I know who you are. You know who I am. We'll do it again tomorrow. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.